Welcome back to the More Than Capable Mompreneur Podcast. I'm Shannon Baker, a coffee-loving mompreneur that started as a virtual assistant and turned into a total systems geek. And I want to help you shift your mindset and embrace your worthiness while creating systems in your business so you can be more productive and build success on your own terms without the mom guilt. Are you loving that? Well, I hope you're ready for real conversations that will help you beat the perfectionist inside, rediscover your strengths, and uplevel your self-love in the mom cracks of time so you can stop letting fear hold you back because you are enough and you do enough. We are more than capable mompreneurs. So grab your cup of coffee, some sparkling water, or pour a glass of your favorite wine and let's dive in. One of the first things I learned when I started working from home years ago is that it's hard to separate your home life and your business life. That also means you may be ignoring something that is vital to your productivity, regular self-care. And I'm not talking about going to a spa, getting your hair and nails done, or taking a bubble bath. I'm talking about something you may be skipping and it's not breakfast. Do I have your attention? Good. Well, let's dive into episode 99 so that you can learn what I'm talking about and make some changes that are long overdue. Let me start by saying, yes, you need more self-care in your life. Whether you are new to working from home or have been doing so for years, I'm sure you'll agree that sometimes it's hard to be productive. Part of the reason is because the line that divides your home life and your business is invisible because you're always in the same location. That's why self-care is more important than ever before. And if you find yourself working a crazy amount of hours all the time, that is having a negative impact on your health on multiple levels. You're probably finding it hard to focus. You may feel sluggish and tired all of the time. Why? It's because you're always connected either on your laptop, tablet, or phone. So what can you do to reverse these adverse effects of being on, and I say that in air quotes, all the time? Well, the short answer is you need to set up some boundaries and you need to stick to them. But that's not what I'm going to be talking about today. I know that probably surprised you since I always talk about boundaries. Now, if you want some help setting and sticking to your boundaries, go back and listen to episodes 47 and 63. I talk about setting and communicating boundaries with your clients in episode 47 and how to do the same with your family in episode 63. Now, I know you're probably scratching your head wondering, what am I going to talk about today? Well, really, it's nothing new, but it's something that is often overlooked. And it's an easy way to practice self-care every single day. You simply need to take breaks and you need to enjoy downtime. Now, we're going to talk about the difference between the two and why you need both of them in your life. That's right. I said you need both of them and they are different, which I'm going to talk about later. But let's start by talking about breaks. Not taking breaks throughout the day is actually decreasing your productivity. Not to mention, it's a surefire way to end up overwhelmed and burnt out. Breaks give your brain a chance to rest and reset. Not to mention, your eyes need a break from the blue light that is emitted from the computer screens. Now, with more people working from home and being on Zoom more than ever over the past two years, I've noticed more and more people are wearing glasses every day and they have to wear them. And then others are experiencing headaches 
or you're like me, you may end up having dry eyes. It's all from too much screen time, but taking breaks can help you with that. So what you need to do is to cultivate the habit of taking breaks. Then when you come back from a break, you're actually going to feel refreshed and ready to tackle your next priority for the day or just resume whatever you were already working on. But this starts by you actually planning out your week. Now, I time block my schedule every week. So I generally break my time blocks down into two hour increments every one and a half to two hours. And I take a 10 to 15 minute break at least every four hours. That does not include the 30 minute break that I take for lunch. But this doesn't mean that I'm sitting in a chair for those two hours. I actually have made it a habit to get up every hour and just move around for a minute or two. The great thing is my Apple Watch helps me remember to do that, which I absolutely love. Now, if you want to know more about my step-by-step process for time blocking my schedule, go back and listen to episode number four. Now, no matter how you plan your week, you need to make sure you arrange your day so that you can enjoy regular breaks to eat, go to the bathroom, and just get up out of the chair away from your screen to move around. My recommendation is that you take at least 10 minutes. And here's why. Five minutes or less really isn't enough time for your brain to reset itself. But you also have to be careful that your break isn't too long because then you'll start to relax and it'll be hard to get your brain to re-engage. Then your break actually costs you more time and productivity than it helps you with. So this is an area that you're going to have to play around with to see what works for you. But you have to make sure you write it into your schedule so you physically see it. And if there's a certain time of the day that you find that your energy level starts to drop, then try to plan a break around that time. I know this happens for me around 2.30 or so. So I usually will get up, make myself an afternoon coffee or just get a light snack around this time, which generally becomes a 10 minute break. The bottom line is do what works for you. Now, what you may have to do to create this habit is set alarms on your phone. I know that's what I had to do for a while to create that habit. I set an alarm on my phone to take lunch at the same time every day. And now my body is actually trained and my internal alarm lets me know when it's time for me to eat. So now you know about taking breaks. So let's talk a little bit about enjoying downtime. First, what exactly is downtime? Simply put, it is time that you can relax without guilt. The great thing about downtime is that it can be an hour, two hours, half a day, a week, a month, a year. Basically, it's however much time you decide you want to take to do something that refreshes you and allows you to enjoy the moment and increase your joy. When it ends, you should feel refreshed. Here's an example. Fridays for me are designated for a podcast task only. Now, when I first started having guests on the podcast, my calendar was open for guest chats every Friday. After some time, though, this really left me drained because I would have one to two chats, sometimes three, scheduled every Friday back to back in addition to the other tasks that I needed to complete. This was not sustainable, but I didn't know how to shift my schedule and still get all the things done that I needed to do. Then I was part of the Purpose Driven Mom Summit, and one of the speakers suggested 
we schedule unplanned time blocks in our weekly schedules. So I said, hmm, that sounds interesting. Interesting. So let me try it out. So I changed my schedule and now I only do guest chats every other Friday. The other two Fridays, I plan my podcast tasks up until 12 and then the afternoon is open for me to do whatever I want. Sometimes I put my feet up and binge watch one of my favorite TV shows. Other days, I get in an extra workout because I miss one during the week. Then there are days that I just let myself lose track of time while scrolling on social media. Basically, it's open for whatever my heart desires. So my point, I schedule this unplanned downtime regularly. This includes weekends, holidays, and vacations. Now, how is this different from a break? Well, both of them are forms of self-care and both of them are maintenance habits that you need so you don't burn out. But a break is just a quick pause that doesn't cause a big interruption in your productivity. Downtime, on the other hand, means that you are deliberately not working so that you can be in the best shape, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and physically, and therefore you're more productive. It's how you're able to operate at your optimum capacity. I mean, think about this. We live in the tech age where tons of machines and computers are used by companies to do a lot of things, but they can't run without maintenance. So to make sure that they're operating at its best, companies schedule downtime on holidays, weekends, or after hours so that productivity isn't reduced when the workers should be working. This is when they perform routine maintenance, install upgrades, remove, replace any parts of the equipment that aren't working properly. Now, both breaks and downtime are important because our bodies need rest, but we tend to avoid downtime because we're programmed into thinking that we're wasting time. So we may set out to just relax and binge watch something, but then that mean girl inside says you should be doing something else. And even if you ignore You feel guilty after the fact and think of all the things that you could have gotten done, right? I've been there. I still have to combat that mean girl. So what you have to do to combat this self-sabotaging thinking is create your plan for the week and include some unplanned downtime and then plan what you're going to do during that time. I know it sounds like an oxymoron, but this is what you have to do to get started. Now, During this time, I don't want you to do anything related to your business, but I want you to look around your house and pick something that you have wanted to clean up or organize for a long time. But you can't spend more than 30 minutes on that one task. Notice I did not say that you needed to complete the task. So what you do is set a timer, work for 30 minutes, and then you have to hard stop. Then I want you to have a positive chat with yourself and acknowledge that you have made progress on that task. Now you can use the rest of your time to do whatever you want. It's your life. The point is, you need to be adding breaks and downtime in your schedule every day and it doesn't have to be a special occasion. The goal of scheduling these rest periods is to create that boundary between work time and personal time. The lines don't need to be blurred between work and home just because you're working from home. You simply need to disconnect from one to be present in the other. And that's why you need to set and commit to your boundaries. 
Being intentional about how you use your time will help you have the time and energy that you need to reconnect to what matters the most to you. And that changes all the time. But if you don't develop the habit of unplugging, you're going to burn out. And I don't want that to happen. So starting tomorrow, I want you to identify a time every day that you can pause for at least five minutes without any technology. Try that for a week and then slowly increase your time. Then you're going to look forward to those breaks, which will prepare you to schedule longer breaks and help you enjoy your downtime even more. Now, I want to know that you did this. So DM me on Instagram at the underscore Shannon Baker and let me know what you did on your break or what you plan to do. I can't wait to hear it. And if you need some ideas, I can help you with that too. Just remember to send me a DM. I look forward to hearing from you either way. So until next time, keep calm and streamline.